get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah, and I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 338, and, like, we know what the topic of the show is going to be. Like, for crying out loud, Xbox is buying Activision? Like, I Okay. Let's just get into that in a bit. But first, I'm going to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how you doing? I'm good yourself. Excellent. Simon, what's up? Hello. Hello. I'm good. Thank you. Glad to be back. Yes. Missed you last week, bud. Oh, I, it was a good one. I listened to it. It was a good one. So Aww. you had a great time. Yeah. Khalif is amazing. So, yeah. you know, great times. All right. Let's do a little bit of housekeeping before we get into the crew check-in and remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip. Maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. All right. Besides it being the biggest news week of all news weeks in video <laughs> game history. Catherine, what have you been at this week, girl? I am still sick. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been. You can barely stroke. hear it. It's very uh, barely noticeable. Well, last week you could fucking hear I'm, it. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Poor I'm kidding, you. <laughs> I felt for you last week too. I was like, um, am I dominating the conversation? But then you were. You just looked like you just wanted to sit and listen and chill. <laughs> I was, and this like in last week, like it was in my throat. So every time I talked, I had to clear it or. Yeah. You know, it was painful. Now it's in my sinuses. It's all mm. over in my head. Um. Mm. I might have also fooled myself because I didn't rebook my vaccine appointment for COVID-19. Your um, booster? Yeah, so I went for my booster anyway, even though I was getting over a cold. Um, and yeah, I know it's not COVID, everybody. I was able to get a rapid test. Uh, my brother had a hookup because he works in a school, so he has a bunch of them. Blows my mind that people can still catch cold. <laughs> like, I mean, how? I- how? I know. How? But like, if you think into, if you take into account that, you know, like a cold can take two to three weeks before um, surfacing and actually taking over. Yeah. And I saw friends and families before Christmas or at Christmas mm-hmm. uh, before they like, uh, before they like up the restrictions. I had seen like two of my best friends that live in the area and that are like that live alone so like we're like okay contact is like mm-hmm. minimum and things like that and then for christmas they lift the, they they raise the restrictions again but i'm also like in regular contact with like my brother his children um because we're in the same bubble yeah and because like my sister-in-law works in a hospital even if she's administrative staff and my brother works in a in a school he has access to um emergency daycare for his kids because he okay. has to go physically to work because he works in a school so like when they the first week of january when um schools were closed he could bring his kids to all three of them to a daycare 
okay. so that he could go to work and so that uh, my sister-in-law could work. Um, so, like, I've been in contact with people that go out into the world, like, even with restrictions. So I, and there were people at work that were sick and, like, um, they had the same uh, symptoms as me. And I was like, mm. well, I, I did a, I, I tested, I was able to get a test. I was lucky enough because I know tests are scarce. Yeah. Um, and it's just because pre Christmas, my brother got a pile for his kids, um, that he was able to like give get me one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and I said like, I tested negative, like it's a head cold, but because I'm an idiot and didn't call in sick and I was like, it's work from home. I can still work. I think I should have just taken a day and actually slept. Didn't re- actually recover anything. No, it's like, I, I fooled myself. Like this is the millennial used to work in. And customer service mentality yeah. that I'm, I always feel guilty when I take sick days, even yeah. though I have unlimited paid sick days. That's and something we got to get out of our system. We have honestly. to get it out of our system because it's the reason why this stuff like, you know, happens and, get, and spreads gets and spread. Yeah. yeah. Got to get that. Like, take care of you people. You're allowed. Yeah. So, um. So I'm still feeling under the weather, but like also like I'm pretty sure I should have rebooked my vaccine to a week after, but I didn't. So um, you got a, a double dose of fun. Yeah, it's well, you know how it is. Uh, I'll see how I feel next week. Next week I might, uh, I might take an afternoon or something to just chill. Because on top of that, why do I have paint in my hair? You ask. Good question. Um, <laughs> Well, considering this is an audio <laughs> podcast, sure. <laughs> oh, because I may have finished my bathroom renovations upstairs, but my uh, brother is finishing the touch-ups he had to do because <laughs> the water damage went downstairs. <laughs> um, so he started. He's at the point where he started painting downstairs. So I, I was helping him paint yesterday. Uh, Hate his uh, downstairs bathroom, the one I was uh, graciously borrowed for six months. Good shower. They're like, I have to at least help. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I figured, like, I can't really help with the plaster and the sanding and things like that. But, like, for painting, at least I can um, help with that. Especially since when you're at the trim, like, I can trim while he rolls or vice versa. So, yesterday we primed. Um, And this afternoon I might help him go. Uh, paint. I think he's doing. He said this morning he was uh, gonna try and do um, the, not the roof, the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was gonna help him this afternoon with the walls. So, you know, I was like, as long as it's not like it's a chill. Like I, mm-hmm. I told him, like I can help you if it's chill because I'm still like sick. Uh, so I was just standing there like. It was very chill, just painting. I don't mind painting walls mm. compared to like when we were putting up drywall or yeah, things like that. So yeah, still renovating and whatever. And I am also start like trying to clean and organize upstairs still in that thing. Um, just like I started cleaning out some linens. Uh, why do I have so many, so much linen when there's only the two of us in here? I don't know. Um, so stuff you collect I, over time i had yeah. to, it's one of those things that like just over the years i keep keeping stuff and then i'm like i don't even have a twin bed anymore why am i carting this around because yes when i was in university i had a twin bed 
So, yeah. Because you had a dorm room, right? Yeah. I have like so much stuff of like when we had a double bed and then we switched to a queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I bought this day bed that is in my office that is like a twin when it's closed, but a king when it's open. Mm-hmm. So I had all this linen and none of it fit on my new bed. And I was like, you're going to make me buy new linen, you piece of shit. Um, <laughs> so I ended oh, up. Oh, the horrors. I know. So I ended up like being like, okay, like the double bed stuff we'll use for the for the when it's in twin mode like we'll just fold it doesn't matter like i only got like a a fitted sheet that's like that size and then for when it's fully open and we need a king size stuff i just got like stuff like on discount like Mm -hmm. one day i forget one black friday or one boxing day like stuff that was like half off i think i got Mm -hmm. a full set with um not a comforter but a, a quilt for like under 50 bucks i was like fuck it Mm. I mean, it's also, it's COVID. I bought all of that and nobody came to sleep over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic. <laughs> so it's uh. like, anyway, uh, house stuff. Always house stuff. Uh, millennial dream of owning property. Overrated. Um, <laughs> confirm. <laughs> Can confirm. Uh, how about you, Simon? What have you been up to? Oh, uh, you know, not much. Uh, again, living the dream like Catherine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh yeah no um I got a I got a promotion at work so uh Yay! thank you so I've been um I've been working on not panicking with all the new things I got to do and just focusing on what I can control so it's pretty difficult yeah, uh, yeah. there's a lot of uh, a lot of new stuff to go by but I'm happy it's something I've been working on working towards too for a couple of, well five or six years now so I'm happy that. Um, I'm happy that I that I, that I got it, uh, but yeah, it's uh, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, but it's gonna it's gonna take a couple months, but I'll, I'll be happy when it's done. <laughs> yeah, the fresh new responsibility is gonna take you a little while for you to settle, but you're gonna yeah, rock it, which is okay. It's cool, and you know I have a great team. I got awesome people in my team, and awesome managers, and awesome people in general. So I'm not, you know, I know that things are gonna go well. So just got to get used to the new reality of things Mm -hmm. as someone who has anxiety and doesn't like change that's a lot of change (laughs) (laughs) is it really is in the last six months it's been you know bought a house uh move things around got a new promotion covid so many things so many Mm -hmm. fun things yeah so i am ready for a year of nothing (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, that's that's not gonna happen <laughs> i know so, yeah. i, I don't want to burst tell- your bubble <laughs> i've been telling myself that since 2015 yeah. still waiting uh, on it still waiting yeah, yeah. Uh, i might not be living that dream as i'm a renter in toronto uh but uh mike and i have been going th- through the full you know like Christmas is over. Put away the Christmas decorations. Make sure it's all cleaned up. Oh, wait. My house is in absolute state. Let's clean everything. So we've been slowly going through um, all the different rooms and stuff in this small condo. So it's not like it's a lot. But that's the problem is that I went from a house to a small condo. And now (laughs) I'm like, where do I put all this shit? Like, guys, I have video game stuff tucked everywhere in this house. It's ridiculous. You'll mostly need to rent one of those uh, lockers you can just put stuff in. Yeah. And I'm then just... you can forget about it and then someone can buy it on the reality television and find it. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> Storage wars. Say, it's Leah's something. locker. It's like, what is this? There's a Wii and a, a PS2 with the, uh, the what was it? What was the game with the turntable? Yeah, I got one of those. Oh, DJ um, Hero? DJ Hero. That's right. Oh, I my God. That out. I need to crack that out. 
I don't know. Maybe I can convince my sister has a bigger place. Maybe I can convince her to hold a bit of storage for me. Ah, like an that's what family's for. That. Putting <laughs> shit in <laughs> places <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> exactly. Store shit you don't need. Exactly. It's perfect. Oh my god. Um. But okay. So on Monday. We had, like, the biggest snowstorm that I've seen in a few years, let alone for Toronto. We got dumped with 60 centimeters of snow. So it's an absolute shit show out there right now. I can't, like, I was at least attempting to go outside and walk. Nuh-uh, not happening. <laughs> so. For, I know, for, for for the Americans listening, that's 24 inches of snow. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of snow. And, like, I think we've got more coming. And Toronto doesn't know how to. Toronto's not Montreal. Montreal is, as much as we complain about it is a well-oiled machine for getting snow out of the city and making it easier to get around. It's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be issues. And if you live on a smaller street and stuff, it takes yeah. a while for them to come to do it. Toronto is not ready for any of that nonsense. <laughs> yeah. So like, I swear to God, my street, which is not, it's in between main drags, but it's not that it, oh God, there's was one per- poor person out there who didn't bother to move their car when the snow was soft. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It is up over there, uh, at least halfway up the driver's side, wi- side window. It is, she's stuck. Like, good luck, because it's nothing but an ice block right now. Yeah. So, anyways, I can't go outside like I used to and exercise and whatever else. So, for many of you in our Discord channel, we have a uh, fit, fitness kind of uh, uh, channel. And um, I want to tell you guys about this hack that I discovered. <laughs> And you're gonna laugh at me. I have no a hack because okay. I have no I have no space in here for any exercise equipment. When I do do my workout and stuff, I usually have to move the coffee table. I have to make full space. Like I can't do a lot of things. I don't have a treadmill. I don't have a, a, a bike. Nothing like that. There's no none of that space here in this house. So I found a hack where. I can put on my watch, because I have an Apple Watch, an activity for an indoor walk and march on the spot for half an hour and play Stardew Valley at the same time as I grind my way to getting all the achievements. And it actually counts as workout. I'm able to burn on average 150 Uh, calories in 30 minutes. (laughs) There you go. I like seriously Mike thinks I'm batshit crazy because I'm standing there with my controller and just marching along and then I'll stop with my hands bit and then march along <laughs> he's like you go girl and I'm like but this is the only way I can exercise <laughs> I mean people watch TV while being on the exercise bike for an hour or two so more power to you I mean it works so like if you if you have a game that doesn't like if you have a game that requires you to be intense and have like like twitch mechanics in a sense that you know playing first person shooter i would not recommend this <laughs> that would be really difficult but um it seems to be working pretty well for you know making my way through stardew valley and uh yeah i am now working on uh, after discovering my new <laughs> my new hack i'm uh going to be closing all three of my exercise rings uh, or my exercise ring my stand and my move ring for a week straight nice so, you know? Hey, it's not stupid if it works. I, you look stupid doing it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Listen, well, you look stupid playing Just Dance, Beat Saber, uh, Ring Fit. Yeah. It's not about the look. It's about the results. Exactly. So uh, more to come to see if this actually uh, pans out. But like, I mean, the watch is telling me I'm burning the calories. So 
you know, and I do feel like you feel like you've been out on a walk, a 30 minute walk. That's for sure. Cause I'm like picking my knees up, you know, let's go march along. So yeah, let's get into what everybody's been playing. Cause uh, I've been playing Stardew Valley on my workout. <laughs> Kat, what have you been doing? Uh, I dove back into Mass Effect 3. Yep. Um, haven't had a lot of time to play and things like that just because I've been sick. So I've been going to bed at like eight. <laughs> Usually 7.30, is when I like log in to play games. And I'll play games till like 9.30. Then I'll shower and go to bed. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> now I've been going to bed at my gaming time. So yeah, just back into my bullshit of Mass Effect 3. Uh, I also got a code for Paparazzi, the game where you take photos of dogs. But I've been even too tired to play that. So I get it. I've, insta I've installed it. Uh, I'm probably going to dive into it this week um like i've been even too tired to like play stuff on xcloud on my phone in bed like it's been it's been a thing you have um, a legitimate excuse a cold plus your booster that'll do it yeah i like you're talking about fitness and whatever i haven't worked out in like three weeks and i used to go to the gym regularly and i'm like wow okay i need to do something before uh my clothes get too big again hey maybe you can play <laughs> paparazzi and march on the spot like i do <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm really hoping that like this week I can go back to, you know, having because I want to amp up, you know, like at home workouts. So when the gyms reopen, probably, hopefully, I don't know, uh, they're reopening in Ontario, I don't know, in Quebec, but I'm not like completely useless when we go back. Um, also, I've noticed that like my back pain hasn't been great. And I think it's because of the uh, sitting around too much. Hmm. Um so because of that, I'm also trying not to be on the couch too much. Uh, so, yeah, just a bit of that Mass Effect 3 action. Um, I also need to finish Firewatch. But uh, still, uh, I'm, I'm big into backlog gaming still. Makes sense. We've got, we're going to get an influx uh, very soon. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, why not? Get, play what you want to play. Don't feel pressure to play what's out right now. Play what you want to play. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, and honestly, I was taught, I was taking part in like a, a game dev mixer online um, mm -hmm. that uh, Mutual Masao uh, organized. And we mm -hmm. were talking about this and like how with Game Pass and uh, the Xbox backward compatibility and things like that, it's been like really easy mm -hmm. to, to backlog game as a console gamer mm -hmm. compared to like PC gamer that was always much more easier yeah um so a lot of us are are just because of that diving into games that we should have that we haven't played like just like mass effect legendary edition i don't mm. think i would have played mass effect without some sort of like remaster nicely packaged yeah. and easy for me to play mm -hmm. then i have to scour mods or something stuff like that yeah it'd be a challenge yeah. mm. how about you simon I've been playing a lot of games. Uh, <laughs> you want to dig into Extraction right away, Leah, so we can give yeah, our first impressions? Yeah, yeah. Since we've both been playing Extraction, that's Rainbow Six Siege Extraction, uh, yes. let's chat on that. Go ahead. How you been finding yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it's a perfectly good game in the sense that it looks great, um, it plays great, but it's just so boring and bland. I 
there's something to be said, and I I, I put the uh, uh, yeah, an article from Yahtzee from uh, Zero Punctuation in, in in the document as well, and it it, it, it kind of came out at at a perfect time because mm-hmm. that was exactly what I feel about Rainbow Six Extraction. He says that bad games are better than bland games because if you play a bad game, you still have emotions like this is bullshit, anger, annoyance, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Whereas a bland game, like what I feel Rainbow Six Extraction is, is just I I don't care, like whatever. So it's and I still don't understand who it's for, um, because fans of Rainbow Six Siege recognize the characters they recognize their way it's basically an asset flip because it's exactly the same characters exactly the same weapons exactly mm-hmm. the same sound and audio cues mm-hmm. but it's pve so you rainbow six each players kind of want to play pvp mode which is kind of what's interesting for them and then people who don't know rainbow six each and who jump into that like i don't know what they'll see that's interesting on there so if, you know, sorry, I kind of went ahead there, but basically for Rainbow Six Extraction, um, it's a uh, PVE three-player co-op game. Um, by the way, you need to play co-op. You, you can play solo, we'll, we'll but get it's into almost that. impossible. We'll get you, into that. <laughs> yeah, you need to play co-op with, with with two of your friends, or you can you can match make. And there's four maps. I think there's four maps that I saw, uh, and there's different missions that you do on those maps. Um, it's all in this. You know, uh, New York, uh, the, the United States was, um, I don't want to say attack, but like a, a virus or a, 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 a monsters took over and they've been transforming people and, you know, they took Liberty Island, that kind of stuff. And you kind of have to go in there and do different kind of missions. So you have stealth missions where you have to kill a baddie. Uh, you have elimination missions. You have kind of a, a, um, a hold the zone missions. Um, not that many mission choices, by the way. There's like seven or eight that I saw on release. Uh, I didn't see really any much any, anything different. Um, again, only four maps that get very repetitive very quickly. Um, and so, yeah, it, it looks great. You know, it, it, I feel they did, clearly did a lot of work on the technical side. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't encountered any bugs uh, at all either. It's just... It's just boring. The gameplay loop is not fun. It's not rewarding to go into those missions and, and do them properly other than XP. And then XP enables you to unlock other operators and other weapons for these operators. But it just... I... Like, what's the end game here? What's the end goal? And I know that there's... Um, you know, the, the I think it's wall-to-wall and I think mayhem something, which is like the, the end game, quote-unquote. But even that, like, I, I haven't gotten to it, but I was reading up on it. And even getting to that point, if you if you do those missions, you still only get XP and some cosmetic crown thing, meaning that you beat it. So, I, how has this game been in development for like three years? I don't under it's it's an asset flip. They're they using the same exact models from Siege, the same sounds, but then they 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 built like four maps and eight mission types in three years. I honestly don't understand how it took so long and who it's for, who that game is for, like who's gonna play in there and grind and grind and grind to get operators and get new weapons. 
when there's like it doesn't change anything in the end so yeah it's a little bit baffling exactly what what they were going for there i'm really really i don't understand (laughs) yeah i think i get the same uh, vibe from it uh simon that i tried first playing it on my own and impossible got murdered 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 ass handed to me yeah yeah, yeah. and then i went and played with steve steve sailor blind gamer um and it was just the two of us because like obviously we're playing early and i mean like i feel like i need more time with it too because i've only really played one multiplayer session i need more time but it's just this week just hasn't been able to do that and this is the type of game that if you do not have that click of three that you know you're going to play and have fun with because the banter outside of that is good yeah. too, outside mm-hmm. of just like gameplay communication, I don't know who it's for either because yeah. you cannot play this game solo. Cannot. No. Impossible. No. Yeah. And even as two, Steve and I played for a good two and a half hours. I think we got through one or two checkpoints. That was it. We kept getting our asses handed to us and trying to figure out what to do and moving around and like what can kill us. And we were constantly, constantly getting bombarded and like couldn't couldn't move on. And then if yeah. one of us, if we did get to a checkpoint, it was never both of us together. One of us was dead for sure. So, and then the mechanic that I like, like how I like playing first person shooters and games like this where you choose a hero is I like learning how to play as a specific hero and then I'll move on to the next hero. This game absolutely prevents that because every time I die a horrible death (laughs) and then my (laughs) operator is not available for me anymore, you know? So I, and every operator has a different skill set that changes how you play the game. And also, Steve and I can't play the same operator at the same time. They prevent yeah. you from doing that. It's very yeah. much like a hero shooter in that sense. And so, it, go ahead. I, I I I don't dislike the fact that they're like forcing you to play different operators. I just wish that they would get their health back faster. So like I don't that. Di- yeah, I get that. But the thing is, is if you're learning a game that is punishingly, punishingly difficult as a single player, because you're oh, yeah. just going through the tutorial, that's not fair. No, Do you no, know for what sure. I mean? Like, yeah, how yeah, am yeah, I yeah. supposed to, like, it's, it's disheartening and it's yeah. putting a roadblock in my way that I don't want there. It's not like Siege. I love Tarot Hunt on Siege with my friends because I can just practice the same character over and over again until I get good with them. And then I'm like, okay, let's try a different tactic. That is impossible in this game unless Mm -hmm. you're good at it, which I am obviously not. (laughs) You know? Yeah. That yeah. there's you know, that there is some good like I I think that the I I enjoy the I I actually enjoy the idea of losing your operator and having to get it back I think that that's a cool mechanic I don't it's think a it's a cool mechanic it's yeah, not necessarily well now. implemented um yeah. but I think that it's a cool idea that oh like you know you lost the mission you got to go back in it but basically what we did whenever we did that like we try a, a higher difficulty mission then we failed we just go back in the map on like the easiest difficulty and just raffle stomp everyone and go yeah get we couldn't off, even do the easiest we really were, we were getting pwned left right and center. really now, mind you there was two of us were you playing with three yeah 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 i was playing with three maybe that okay. makes a difference yeah uh, but- i think that's it i think i want to try 
I want to try a session with my sister's fiance, my husband and I, and we just mm. power through together. Because but you have to be Steve stealthy. And I are trying to. Well, that's it. But Steve and I were learning that, and yeah. that we had to stay together and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. And some of the accessibility. I know he was he he had some qualms about some of the accessibility stuff. One yeah. of the things that I really did appreciate is there's a dial on screen that shows the directions that sounds are coming from. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. would never pick that up. Thank God for that. Like that was one saving <laughs> grace for me. Yeah. But and also just learning what the heck we had to do. Like there's yeah. the mission where you're saving an operator and one person has to pull on the operator's arms and then like things are shooting yeah. down from the yeah. ceiling or from the floors or whatever into these tendrils that are hurting the operator that you need to kill at the same time. Uh-huh. We thought we had to shoot them while they were moving. Apparently you could destroy them. And like we only learned that in our last play session and then we were just like done. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, I failed the tutorial uh, because of that because like at the, in the tutorial they 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 ask you to do it and I was like mm-hmm. okay and then I did not it's not super well explained mm-hmm. and I for completely forgot like how 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 yeah. is this working and then yeah. honestly like I was playing with the Alban and he had to explain to me like exactly what we needed to do because I I would not have gotten it on my own so yeah. it can be quite frustrating especially you know if you're going back on there to get your operator and then you just fail completely. And you don't know how to get it back, and it's just kind of really kind of annoying and frustrating. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's, I, different. it's like at least it's what it's got going for it is that the base stuff is good. Like the, yeah, the shooting yeah, 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 works. Yeah. We are familiar with how these operators but work for the most again, part. It, we all of this is siege. Like, it's the same yeah. weapons as siege. Yeah, it's the same record pattern as siege. So yeah, like what I don't. I don't understand the purpose of sledge, <laughs> considering you're supposed to be stealthy. Makes no sense. Uh, yeah. Like, why? Well, I, well, <laughs> Just I, break I, down like, the wall and let them all know and, we're here. No, but like, like that, that's the other thing. Like, depending on the mission, certain yeah. operators are completely fucking useless. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of annoying. Like, if at least they had, like, a like an attack, because, you know, in Siege, you have attack and defense. But now they're using defense operators with defensive gadgets. Yeah. So depending on the mission, like you said, if you're, you know, you're a fan of Jaeger and you want to use Jaeger because you like his kit, you like his gun and you think he's cool. And then you go into a mission where it's all attack, there's no defense, then his gadget is pretty much useless. So mm. that's also kind of annoying. There, yeah. There's, yeah, it's, <sighs> I kind of understand why they put it on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, well, here, yeah, that's a good thing to, to talk about too. This game is not a full-fledged game price. I think it goes for around 50 Canadian. Uh, game Pass? Yes, something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like thirty nine ninety nine USD or something like that, and then it's on Game Pass. It is cross platform play, so Simon yeah. on PC and me on Xbox, we can play together. It work, so it yeah. does have that working for it. I do think, though, if you have the right group of people and you understand how the game works, and like it's an easy one to jump into and just like play a few rounds if you know what you're at. Yeah. The question is, is who is it for? Good question. And also too, I understand your 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 questioning of why why is it taking so long? I think this is one of those games that kind of got stuck in development hell because of the name that it had, and they had to pivot freaking fast because of COVID. Because they didn't want to call it quarantine. This was supposed to be Rainbow Six quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Historically, I remember when they first announced it. And, like, 
This is based on a Rainbow Six in-game event that happened, I think it's in 2016 or, or 2017. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, it was an in-game event that it was pretty much exactly this. You know, it was a zombie invasion and you had to go into the maps and go rescue operators. And mm-hmm. like, it's a concept that already existed. And so they didn't invent something. Yes, they, you know, put map and they added extra mechanics on top of it. Mm-hmm. But but it's something that was already out there. So it, it mm-hmm. was the outbreak event in Rainbow Six. Like, if you want to look it up, look up the outbreak event in Rainbow Six Siege. It's exactly that. So, like, I don't understand. Yeah. Again, technically, perfect. You know, yep. no bugs. It looks Agreed. fantastic. Like, yep. I... If you have a decent PC, you'll be able to run the game fantastically. But, again, the question, like, who is this for? We, I don't understand. I don't know who it's for. Yeah. I don't know why you would want to grind this and play over and over again like there's nothing bringing me back to it like mm-hmm. i played a couple hours and i'm like ah I, I feel like i saw everything i probably didn't see everything but i don't feel the need to go back to it and is it because there's lack of content probably and again why is there so little content if it's been in development for three years and it's basically an asset flip i it's i don't know it's kind of mind-boggling who what happened on there and we'll probably never know unless someone comes out and talks about it but yeah, it's, it's one of those, like, love to be a fly on the why? wall to understand yeah. what happened. Um, yeah. But I, I still want to play more. I, I feel like there's something there. I still want to play more. It's just that um, considering this week and what's coming next week with Pokemon, I am going to play through, but I don't know if it's something that I'm going to pl- want to play anything past next Thursday, Friday. Because yeah. we are... It, inundated with games right now coming yeah. like down like we've got pokemon sifu um uh, uh horizon like there's just so much coming that i i don't see how it's gonna keep me unless unless i end up playing with mike and bill and or and get some more sessions in with steve and it becomes that friend zone game to play but then i'm like well then why am i not playing halo infinite because yeah. halo infinite is way fucking better you know what yeah. i mean yeah, so yeah, yeah. so yeah it's one of those yeah yeah what else so, you playing? yeah um, question does halo infinite have a co-op mode or is it the pvp no it's a pvp multiplayer if i'm gonna play yeah. multiplayer i'll i'll play that do you know what i mean well, again like, that's it's the just... question if you're gonna play multiplayer play fucking siege like play, yeah play Terraform. <laughs> <laughs> i just yeah yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I have two things that I want to talk about. First, okay. first, first off, um, okay. if there on the on the rare chance that this we can reach someone from there, if anybody works at Microsoft and does support, I cannot play any game on Game Pass. I had to cancel my Game Pass subscription <gasps> because it is impossible for me to play a game on Why? Game Pass. Why? What's happening? I, I have error messages for every game I try to launch. And I have done, I've contacted Microsoft four times, and every time it ends up to being, well, you'll need to reinstall Windows. And I'm like, why would I reinstall my Windows if everything else works perfectly on my PC? I'm not going to, like, I'm up to date to all with all my drivers. I'm up to date with all the Windows updates. I have a legit copy of Windows. Like, I am, there's no reason for this to not be working. And it's because the Xbox app on PC is pure fucking garbage and i'm not the only one with, with that problem like i see a lot of people i still with the same error messages on my on 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 the internet and there's just like i i could not find a solution so 
it's like literally like I I want to play. There's so many games I want to play on Game Pass that I cannot because I just I cannot play a Game Pass game on PC. It's very frustrating, and That's I had to cancel very it. Weird. And I, I like the last person, and like <laughs> the last person that I tried to to get help from was uh, the Xbox support on Twitter. And I, you know, he told me a couple things to do this and that. He, well, they, and then I'm like, none of this is working. Like, I'm gonna need to cancel my Game Pass subscription if you know you can't provide me a solution or something that's gonna work. And I, you know, I, I would expect him to be like, okay, well, I'll send you to upper management or someone else or whatever and no his answer was there hello there uh sorry for the convenience please let us know if you have any other questions <laughs> they just fucking yeet left wow <laughs> so it's like okay well never mind then i guess yeah. they don't care anymore so. i'm curious to hear if someone if other you say that other people are 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 having that issue how yeah big it is because like i haven't i played very few xbox games through game pass on pc so far i'm i stick to my console right because I, I and this this isn't because i'm choosing not to it's because i spend so much time in front of this pc during the day yeah. i want to yeet myself out of here at that oh yeah it makes sense so yeah <laughs> So, uh, yeah, very frustrating. Uh, that sucks. I'm sorry. That's okay. Not your fault. <laughs> I know it's not. I'm Canadian. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hi. But if ever, you know, if anyone has ever had this issue before and they, you know, they they, they know of a way to fix it, then, yeah, send me a message on Discord or on Twitter or, okay. t- like, tweet at us, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find a way to reach me because, gosh damn. Um... And not to finish on bad news, uh, on, on good stuff, I have been playing uh, Wildermyth. Wilder, Wildermyth? I think it's Wildermyth. Um, it's a tactical RPG, a procedurally generated tactical RPG. So um, it's a kind of a D&D session, pretty much. And you start off with three randomly generated characters, and then you go into randomly generated adventures. Um, it's on PC. I don't know. I don't know if it's on console, but uh, and then yeah, you you go into a story. There are there is a couple of set stories and then set things you can go through. But there's also just random generated stories you can do, mm-hmm. and it's the concept of it's very difficult. But then as you progress further, you can save some of the characters that you made and then reuse them in different campaigns so that it gets easier and easier with the, the better your character become and then you can progress f- forward towards the game. So it's, it's kind of a cool mix of roguelike, procedurally generated, but the tactical RPG at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's really well made. Uh, there's a lot of cool mods for it. So, I mean, if you're a fan of, of, of those types of games, it's a really cool mix of all three together. And it's uh, it, it looks a little bit... Like, the character's design is a little bit silly. I'm not a huge fan of it. But the game looks really good. It's like 2D, 3D style. Um, yeah. A little bit like Paper Mario, I want to say. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's 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 been really fun. I have, like, 20-ish hours in the last couple of weeks. It's, uh, it's very addictive to just kind of want to start new characters and then you know get new abilities and then make a really really good character and then oh i'm gonna save this one and use it for my other campaign and then you can kind of build your your roster up that way and mm-hmm. uh yeah and mods add a lot of depth to it as well uh you know more armor more abilities more more options and stuff uh so 
if, you, if you're a fan, uh, Wild the Myth, very very fun game. Yeah, the aesthetic is really cute. It looks. Yes. It is not what I anticipated seeing when you when you introduced <laughs> it. I went into the Steam page yeah. and uh, yeah, I I kind of I kind of love it. <laughs> it is really a, a, a it's a, it's a 2D 3D <laughs> type of game, and I think it's been. Like it's been in development for a long, 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 long time. Like I think, it, I think it's they started in uh, something like 2013, 2014, and it it it, it, it was uh, like released pre-access in 2019, and then they officially released on in uh, June 15, 2021. So it's, yeah, it's they, gonna, they've been working on that for a while, but it's really great. I love it. It's got a ton of awards um, on the Steam page. IGN's Editor's Choice, Eurogamer yeah. Essential, DreamHack Dallas 2019, Best Strat slash Sim. Um, yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's very, very well reviewed. Uh, yeah. So if if you're a fan of, I mean, if you're a fan of tactical RPGs, even just tactical RPGs, you know, um, a la Final Fantasy Tactics and all those sorts of games, honestly, check it out. It's really cute. It's really fun. And it's... Uh, it's a good, you know, one-handed click, watch something else as, as things are, are doing uh, kind of game. So Can you I, march on the spot while you play? Yes, most definitely. <laughs> you can pause the game. You can start the game. You can do whatever you want to do. That's how we're reviewing games <laughs> right now. Can we do Leah's workout hack at the same time? Yeah, you're nay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my god that's great simon i'm glad uh i'm glad yeah. you're having fun with that considering i'm having uh, way more fun in this <laughs> little like 20 dollar indie game than i will ever have any much fun in a triple a ubisoft r66 trashing game so that can tell you and yeah go read the article by uh cat if you want to put it in the show notes uh bad games are better than, than bland games he also made a video on it um, so if you prefer watching the video, it's really super interesting. <laughs> and it's actually something that I, I, I never thought of, but makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on my front, yeah, already mentioned Stardew Valley, working my way through extraction. Um, but the other thing that happened to me yesterday uh, that I'm kind of sad about, and fingers crossed, pray for me. Um, I found when Mike was cleaning out some of the boxes uh, that we have in the office area, he found my um, Game Boy Color, my neon green Game Boy Color with Pokemon Silver stuck in the back. (laughs) Yeah. And I looked at it sealed and you could totally tell that the batteries had exploded in it. Oh, man. Oh, no. And I opened it up. Check. See my Twitter at Leah Jewer if you want to see the, the, the chaos that happened. I managed. I think the damage wasn't too bad because once I pulled the batteries out, the contacts weren't so bad. So I took some vinegar on a uh, Q-tip because, you know, that's always worked and uh, cleaned off the the uh, points and and got as much of the acid off as I could. And now she's drawing. Um, fingers crossed. Pray for me. Going to try and put some uh, AA batteries back in it after we finish recording and see if I can resurrect it. It's something that I've had since I was 16, so I kind of want it to still live. <laughs> um, and that's yeah. the thing. I keep all of my consoles. I have never, ever sold anything back to a GameStop or EB Games. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually one of the reasons that I have such so a problem much shit. with storing shit. <laughs> I have video game consoles everywhere poked in this house, from my closet to the office to the drawer beside my bed to the actual setup in the front. Um, to actually, I have a Rubbermaid container that lives under the um, the couch. We have one of those like couches where it has like the the L piece that comes out. You can kind of lie on. Yeah. 
you lift that up there's a rubbermaid container full of games in that this is another reason why i'm so pro digital because i'm tired of having this stuff yeah everywhere in my house (laughs) it's just like i just move it around constantly it's what i do it's like oh today you're gonna go live over in this place and collect dust um so yeah (laughs) pray for my uh neon green game boy color (laughs) we'll see if i can resurrect it from and what pokemon game was in it silver Oh, okay. I saw yeah. Pokemon. I wasn't sure which one it was. Yeah, it was silver. It was what? It was one of the cartridges too that had little flecks of glitter in it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. From when I was sixteen, it pro- that that cartridge maybe didn't come out when I was sixteen. I actually bought it to buy um, Oracle of Seasons, Legend mm-hmm. of Zelda Oracle of Seasons. Um, that was what I asked my parents for for my birthday that year. My mom thought I was crazy. Little did she know this is where I was going to end up in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. We will see if I can resurrect my Game Boy. Uh, but I think it's time to talk news because uh, holy sweet mother of pearl, was it a oh, week yeah. in video games? Oh, yeah. Oh, ah! yeah. You guys ready to do that? Yep. Yep. All right. Break time. Then we'll be back. And that was the shortest break in existence. But we're back Jesus to Christ. talk <laughs> news. God barely had time to cough and we're back. <laughs> I'm hungry, guys. I'm sorry. and why we have the biggest by far video game news story to ever have happened yes Catherine, bring us through the adventure that is the acquisition of activision blizzard by xbox okay first of all it was the biggest acquisition in video gaming history Mm -hmm. a whopping almost Almost shy of sixty nine, nice billion dollars. Do you think they did with that a on purpose? <laughs> they didn't with want a to B, sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, with a B, with a B. So here's like the top five video game acquisitions, like from the. Yeah. So there's like didn't take two just by Zynga for like twelve. We're like this is insane. <laughs> Basically, Microsoft keeps overdoing themselves what because like you? hold my beer she says <laughs> yeah. hold my beer <laughs> yeah because like so at number five you have activision blizzard purchasing king the makers of candy crush at uh and this is adjusted inflation to today so that mm-hmm. it, the numbers match up like it's not the original but with inflation um six and a half billion then at number four, you have Microsoft buying ZeniMax Media, which Bethesda. Just happened, yeah. Yeah, and that's like about $8 billion. Then you have Tencent buying Supercell mm-hmm. at about $9 billion. And then you have the recent acquisition of Take-Two Interactive purchasing, uh, acqu- acquiring Zynga at almost $13 billion. And then you have Microsoft buying Activision at 16 Yeah. <laughs> billion it's crazy and like in a lot of like these big acquisitions microsoft is in there like microsoft purchasing mojang for like almost three billion um it is a big thing um there's a lot of speculation and talk going on and i think there's a lot of stuff that's a bit like the bethesda acquisition where you know they're saying yeah, we're not. We're gonna honor our current um, 
you know, our current contracts and things like that. But then slowly but surely, they'll announce more and more exclusive. Yeah, exclusives. yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. But like, you know, like uh, Phil Spencer said, you know, had a good call this week with leaders at Sony. <clears throat> I confirm our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. So I don't, I think for a lot of like Activision Blizzard did a lot of online multiplayer games. Mm -hmm. So I fully expect the online multiplayer, the Overwatch, Call of Duty, and these kinds of games to stay across all platforms. Um, the single player games, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, also, there's a lot of speculation just if they're going to dig into that catalog and revive old uh, old franchises mm -hmm. that Activision kind of like killed. Mm -hmm. Or let die, Activision let slash, yeah. yeah, have them die. Mm -hmm. Or we'll be give them more than six months development cycle. <laughs> yeah. Would that happen? Yeah. So, um, other than that, there's speculation because, like, Activision has a lot of ongoing uh, lawsuits that we know about. <laughs> yep. And in the short term, they said that they weren't going to touch the um, Activision's leadership, meaning Bobby Kotick is safe for now. For now. Yeah. But he has a boss now. There. He has a boss? Well, yeah. no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The thing about these deals is that this is essentially them saying, we have the intent to purchase Activision. Mm -hmm. But as we know from all these big deals that happen, they actually haven't purchased it yet because it has to go through federal re regulators. Yeah. So the ink was barely dry on the Xenomax acquisition because they announced it in what, 2020? And mm -hmm. then they had to wait for the full year to get approval to actually sign it. And then they said, okay, that deal's out the door. They had to wait for that one to be done. And now they were ready to announce that their plan is to acquire this studio. At this per current moment, that is what we know. Their game plan is, is we want to buy them. We are putting, you know, it's almost like when you get married. When you get married, you yeah. actually need to go and post up the fact that your intent is to get married for 30 days in case anybody comes and wants to, you know, Speak now or forever hold your peace kind of deal. Yeah. That's essentially what has to happen. And what we're waiting for now is that in that in-between time, so before uh, the fiscal year of 2023 starts or whatever they said in the, in, the, in the explainer, they have to essentially run Activision Blizzard as it has been run in the past. They just know that this thing is looming. Kat, you yeah. and I know this from the Bell Astral deal. They mm -hmm. said they wanted to buy it and then but they had to wait now and see if there was anybody that was going to come up against it. And that's when they knew about like having to divest, divest some stations if there's any competition for CRTC rules and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's what's happening there. So this is why Bobby Kotick is not gone yet, but has a very convenient out. <laughs> He will be gone. I <laughs> mean, very, once few, once very, once everything is set in stone, once everything <laughs> is set in stone, it'll be done. Is he 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 will not stay in there? No, no. But uh, and honestly, he will get such a big severance package. Like oh, that yeah. man is okay. Like it pretty. is. 
There is no scenario where this man doesn't come up on top and just of leaves course. with giant big burlap sacks with dollar signs on them yeah. filled with money. Like, I hate how he fostered such terrible work ethics and work relationships or work environment and also kept like kept saying how much call of duty was making money and still laying off people fuck, i hate it hopefully microsoft won't do that and will help trying to fix some of that because right now we the way that that whole monstrosity has played out before tuesday of last week we had no idea if that was even possible about ousting him with considering how big of a shit show that was and the fact that he was still in power and that the yeah. higher ups were still keeping him there this is the only feasible way that i could have saw him getting ousted or potentially getting ousted yeah from the company so that they could start and the thing is is it's it's not an easy thing to totally change the culture and the workflow of a company like that even if they kicked him out cuz they're still people there that are going to be used to that old way of doing things and mm-hmm. are trying to, you know, save face and whatever else. This forces the hand because now you have a different overlord who has a different way of working. It's not to say that everything's going to work out and it's not to say that it's not going to, you know, it's not going to take blood, sweat and tears to get there, but there is the potential and the way that Xbox and Microsoft have been running things so far has at least given us hope. Uh, the other the other thing that's interesting um, that you brought up, Kat, is like the, the conversations about what's Microsoft going to do about, you know, the PlayStation and cross-platform play and games on different consoles and resurrecting um, old uh, IP and like the, the maybe changing the development cycle of Call of Duty. If I was to put my business hat back on, because I love putting the business hat back on, Here's the thing. They can't do anything until 2023 when the, everything's signed on the dotted line. After that, the Microsoft team has to go and look at every single freaking deal that they have. Yeah, and figure and out what, what they want to do. Yeah. They have to yeah. go and look at their current contracts, their historic contracts, their whatever, they do, and mm-hmm. lay it all out on the table. That's going to take them forever. Oh, yeah. So that's why everything that they've worded so far has been so loaded in the vernacular used to protect them because they don't know what they're going to do yet and they're not allowed to do anything. They Uh can't do shit Uh because they don't own the company yet. They're not allowed to look at these contracts yet. They can't do that until later. And also, Call of Duty has been the best... Was Both Call of Duties were top of NPD for 2021. The old one and the new one were the top-selling games. You don't buy a company for $68.7 billion and put at risk the best-selling IP in Mm -hmm. the fucking world, right? Exactly. So, so of course, they're going to go and schmooze and talk to PlayStation and see what their options are. And And it's not like we haven't seen PlayStation games on Xbox and potentially at some point Xbox games on PlayStation. Look what they did with Microsoft, uh, with, um, with Mojang. Yeah. That's still one of the biggest games in the world. And the show. And the show being on Xbox now. Like, there is potential of them all working together. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is we're not going to know for at least a year. 
Yeah. Right? And but also, like... Go ahead. Go ahead. I've been talking a lot. The the <laughs> The landscape of exclusives is not the same. Like, everybody said, like, Xbox has always struggled with exclusive, like, getting exclusives. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's not the same anymore. Now it's more, like, timed exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um and like for for indies, it's often just like whichever platform can help us publish first, we'll publish there first because we can't do a multi-platform launch as well. Mm-hmm. Or like some now more, but like like really small indies or something. Sometimes they use ideas Xbox like launch on Xbox, and then like later on you'll see the port to Switch or mm-hmm. you know that. And I think there's a lot of delayed exclusive now for for Mm. console being like going to console first, going to PC after. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the. And then going to only uh, Epic Games and then going to Steam. It's that's that's. Yeah, it's like (laughs) it's all over the place. So I think a lot of like the Microsoft exclusives will be exclusive to the Microsoft ecosystem that includes PC Xbox consoles and xCloud sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it's, it's still like not locked to your little Xbox series X. Um, So there's that first off. And second, secondly, you're right, Leah, they can't like, they can't lock call of duty and IPs like that to, uh, to xbox like honestly i don't think it's it's gonna work out for them no if anything i hope it's gonna help with more uh cross-platform games getting more Mm -hmm. cross-platform games Mm -hmm. i know sony's been really reticent and reluctant of letting games be cross-platform uh they've been like the biggest barrier to that Mm mm-hmm and we've seen games go cross-platform everywhere else except for on PlayStation. And they had to, like, open up at one point. They were like, okay, we get it. Um, and I think maybe this acquisition is going to be, like, Microsoft's like, yeah, we're going to put it on PlayStation, but cross-platform matchmaking. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other opportunity is this could be their foot in the door to get um, Game Pass on other consoles and other platforms. You know, like that, mm-hmm. they may be looking at it that way and say, you know, because I've seen some scuttlebutt on the internet about that too, about people saying, well, maybe Xbox's way of doing is coming to PlayStation after they honor the contracts that they already have and they're talking about the future and they're saying, well, if you agree to have X- Xbox Game Pass on your console, then people will be able to get Call of Duty, but it's the only way it's happening. And then PlayStation might be like, no, sorry. And then at least Xbox was like, well, we gave them the option. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just play it that way. But I don't know. I just don't feel that. I don't think that's Phil Spencer's vibe and the the leaders at Xbox. Just kind of like the way they've been doing things. And the fact that like we've seen the history. Like Minecraft is still absolutely everywhere. It's one of those games that like you you could probably play on a potato too, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely everywhere and yeah. it's just it's thrived in Microsoft's hands. It's yeah. bigger now than it's ever been, right? Yeah. It keeps mm-hmm. having these revivals and how they've been handling that game and and treating it and updating it and nurturing the community like they've done some real good here for mm-hmm. that. And kept it everywhere like yes people 
people know Minecraft is Minecraft, I would say the common person probably doesn't realize it's owned by Microsoft. Right? No, definitely they know not. Minecraft, right? Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. And in these other games, too, like, I think there's potential, too, that, like, yes, people will realize it's owned by somebody else, but Call of Duty is Call of Duty, you know? Yeah. It, 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 the, the layman don't know and don't care who it's owned by. Like, they know Fortnite. They don't know that it's owned by Epic Games, who also mm-hmm. does many other things. So yeah. they'll just see Call of Duty, Minecraft, or, like, I, I have my boss, my ex-boss, played call of duty and then we were talking about like you know because the rest of us are gamers like how microsoft bought um you know the the activision blizzard king and like oh okay like you didn't really care i was like you know the people who make call of duty he's like oh yeah yeah okay i know i know so it's like they don't know and they don't care so i mean they don't need to so unless they're in that business so who cares yeah question uh, for you guys oh no continue your thought Catherine, because mine's gonna bring us right off track <laughs> okay I, I just wanted to note like again on the ongoing um labor disputes yes uh, the big thing was raven qa having walked out for like three three weeks to mm-hmm. uh because of unfair working conditions as well as unfair and unjustified layoffs when mm-hmm. you, know, you make so much money and you're like oh we can't afford all these people anymore like fuck you um they've officially formed a union so yeah. congrats, Microsoft, on your you workers union. Oh, they're going to go in there and try to bust out as much as they can. I don't know. I don't know. They might Microsoft take it. Is, they, I, don't, I know. They but are like, anti-union as much as Activision is anti-union. So, I mean, if it's already done before they actually bought it, they'll have to deal with it. But yeah. like, they're going to no, want to nip that official. out. Every grand company, every big company are going to They haven't done want. their elections. They still have to do like the elections and everything. So I think uh, they 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 said their intent and now they're going to start doing that cuz they need to be public about the fact that they're holding elections and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but they they formed the union, so now they have to like get the leadership yeah. and things like that. But yeah. the union is there. The union's um, legit. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that, you know, uh it works out for them. It becomes a norm in the video game industry. Mm-hmm. Um because we need it. We need better working conditions. We need uh, to be protected more mm-hmm. against unjustified layoffs. Um, hold these companies accountable to labor laws, especially in the United States where labor laws are very varied and very loose, uh, very loose in general mm-hmm. compared to like Canada. Um, and mind you, like we have very strict labor laws in Canada and even yeah. in Quebec they're even stricter than the rest of Canada sometimes and video game companies in Montreal still have been able to pull out some sketchy shit mm-hmm. TM so oh yeah anyway uh congrats to Raven honestly mm-hmm. yeah and i hope yeah. i hope microsoft doesn't ruin everything for you i yeah i think they might use it as a almost like a it could be put up on a pedestal in a sense and saying like we're good, we agree with this, and we're honoring it, and blah 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 blah. Do you know? What and I mean? then in the background, doing everything they can to make sure that nobody else, does nobody that. else does it. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. have to wait and see on that one. But what I want to know from you guys, and this is where I was going to turn, take it, and turn it more on us. How did you guys find out about this happening? When when did you when did you uh, learn of the news? Alba posting it on Discord server. <laughs> okay. How about you, Cat? Oh, me. Um. <clears throat> um. Yeah, Discord, I think. Uh, I'm in a few... Like, I mean, I'm mostly in the Girls on Games Discord, but I'm also on some game dev discords. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
unofficial one for UB Montreal of just us current and former employees hanging out. Uh, I just joined a local Montreal game dev discord and then I'm in a discord for game devs who like fitness. Um, and all four of them blew up and lit up like a fucking Christmas tree mm. as soon as the news dropped. And then, um, my team, like some of my conversations on teams also blew up. Like we have some casual conversation going in, in my production at work. And it was just like, holy fuck. So it was not a very productive morning at work. <laughs> it was just people like what the in the actual fuck yeah. and um internally we have people that will analyze the market and post internal articles about the market and things like that and share it internally at ub so that you know mm-hmm. knowledge sharing and all that stuff business so, like, intelligence teams yeah things like that so i expect a lot of like um mm-hmm more like our our internal business intelligence team like talking about it analyzing it um you know when when articles like that are are are, because a lot of articles about it were like on the washington post and things like that stuff that's paywalled so these analysis are sometimes like the only way i can actually read them because i don't do the paywall um but like and internally, they, they send out just like press reviews, which is just somebody just getting the highlights of the industry and just posting links. Mm. And it's usually like um, we'll have like the top five internal stories, like stuff that's like on the internal that we can read. Top like some Ubisoft in the news and then industry news and like a few hours later when they sent that email it was mostly like the industry news was all activision blizzard news either the acquisition um the current uh lawsuits the current labor disputes and things like that so it was just like it was just a day of like just having to bombard and and like deal with this information and things like that so it was it was a roller coaster um because there's also like it also meant that we had people that had just left UB to go work at Activision suddenly being Microsoft employees and they were like, What? Mm-hmm. Um and it, it happened to a lot of like uh mutuals of mine who like Bethesda has an office in Montreal and then suddenly mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when, when Microsoft hired uh, acquired Bethesda like last year, mm-hmm. um it was like we were just like congratulations on your new on being a Microsoft employee, and then a bunch yeah. of people in the Discord, XUB employee that went to Bethesda were like, "Well, fuck." Yeah. <laughs> Some of them learned because of us posting the article because they hadn't logged into Seen work it. yet. Yeah. And I I wonder if there are Activision Blizzard employees that actually learned the news because they woke up, like because the news was announced. I think it was na- early. It was on Eastern time then they announced it. It was, it, it was, yeah, maybe it was like eight. It was when the 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 stuff opened, the what you call it opened. The, yeah, the uh, stock market. Because you saw, yeah, you the saw stock- their stock go up and PlayStation take a hit. Yeah, so it. I wonder how many people just kind of like woke up, saw the notification on their phone, and had hadn't yet logged into work to like see the official internal communications. 
Yeah. Um. Anyway, oh, that was th- my that- little story of like I work in the video game industry, and everybody was just dumbfounded for like a whole hour. Yeah. Well, I uh, it, for me too, it was kind of weird because like I wake up every morning and I shouldn't do this, but I read the news on my phone. So first thing first, I go into Twitter, I go into the to the trends or whatever, see what's happening. Nothing new would really change there. I go back to I go to CTV News, read the news there, like legit Toronto news, and then I go back and kind of flip through what everybody's saying on Twitter. And then I get up, get my shower, get ready, whatever. I come and sit at my desk and open Slack for the first time. And my colleague Olivier had sent me a link to a story about it on an outlet that I'd never heard of. And I was like, what? No, (laughs) really? Impossible. So then I go, Twitter, Activision, there it all is. I was like, holy fuck. (laughs) Like for for half the day, like I even told my team, cause like, I don't, I don't work in video games. I work in media, music media. But like I went and sent uh, the link to my crew and I said, I'm sorry if I'm distracted during our team call at 930. It's this. And I said it and every like I know one of my uh, uh, teammates, Clay, he likes to play a lot of FIFA. He knows video games and stuff. The other two know a little bit about it, um, but they realize and they know those names and realize how big of a deal that was. Yeah. Well, just so the they were like, we get it. Amount. Just the fact oh, that yeah. it's 69 69- Billion dollars. dollars. Like, 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 what a morning. And then the story just keeps evolving. So you can't, and it's going to continue to evolve because like we said, it's not set in stone yet. It's their intention to buy. So yeah. we're going to continue hearing stories just like we've been continuing hearing stories about the Bethesda deal and the, Z- the Zinemax deal. It's going to be, it's going to be a time like 2022 is racking up to be a real interesting time. That's for damn sure. And like, yeah, if E3 happens, because even that's a little bit nobody knows right now, like, what is that going to look like? You know, like, d- d- does, does, well, what is the Blizzard event that happens every November? Um, BlizzCon. BlizzCon. Like, what, what's happening, right? And yeah. uh, uh, hasn't, is Call of Duty lead on PlayStation right now or the lead on Xbox? I feel like they're lead on PlayStation for some reason. They're probably on PlayStation. To be. Yeah, for the advertisement campaign and stuff, because usually they they sell that, right? Oh yeah, so, it's definitely PlayStation. Yeah, it. Man, what a time to be alive! What a time to be a video game pundit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is for those of you who are wondering why Ali isn't with us. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're yeah. like, we we can't just like. It's gonna be a lot about this, and she she like, she could do the intro, the extra, and that's it. <laughs> Poor girl. Not talk <laughs> about it. Like <laughs> at least know. I only had to shut up during like the Rainbow Six Extraction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor girl. Poor girl. She can't. She can't. I know she has can't catch a break and thought she can't talk about it. She can't say anything because she's in, she's in it. Part of it. Yeah. She's part of the Xbox machine. Yeah. Uh, Simon, uh, you did have another story. Do we uh, want to leave it to next week? Yeah, we'll leave it up for next week. Yeah, because we are a little long in the tooth here right now. So with that being said, we're going to conclude this episode of the podcast. As always, I invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for the links to all the stories and the uh, video slash article that Simon was talking about earlier for uh, Bad Game is Better Than Bland Game. Um, that is something I'm definitely going to go check out after this. So go to girlsongames.ca. Thank you. 
Catherine for putting all that together. Um, as always, uh, if you could do us a solid and if the podcast platform that you're listening to, ha- this podcast on has that power, please go rate and review this podcast. Uh, we much appreciate that. It helps us, you know, go up in the rankings, help people discover us. And as always, I want to thank the crew for being around this table with me to talk video games every week. Catherine, where can people find you on social media so they can talk more about all the things you're into? I am CSDSBINSCSWA on Twitter and Instagram, but I'm mostly in the Girls on Games Discord. And Simon, what cute yes. fuzzy creature or awesome human are we following today? Um, I don't have anyone. <laughs> Let's do let's do then the do uh, the escapist magazine cuz oh, like yeah. they always do those great zero punctuation. you know Yahtzee, zero punctuation uh, is great. Yeah. Yahtzee did his uh, his uh, best game, worst game and most bland games of uh, of of uh, 2021. So, yeah, go check out Yahtzee who hasn't changed at all since the last 20 years he's been doing zero punctuation so i appreciate if you can that. say one thing about him he's consistent he is consistent yeah i i always love that feature of the episode because i like learning new things to follow and and stuff and seeing different <laughs> perspectives so uh simon thank you every week for bringing that to us ah, i i i failed at my task this week but uh, i'll 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 come up with something good next week <laughs> <laughs> And of course, I'm Leah Jew on most social media platforms, but you want to know everything about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook, just Girls on Games on Instagram, discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely convo and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games. I did my workout already today, but I'm still going to go and play a little bit more Stardew Valley, but I'm just not going to be marching, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, see you all next week. Bye! 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 Bye!